Are you hungover much from New Year's Eve? Me too. You know what's a great cure for that though? The New Year's Comic Spree! Welcome back to the comics that we love, a show where I sit down with a guest each week to take our favorite stories and comics and dissect what makes them great. Sometimes the creators themselves will join in and help us understand their process and how they attack their work. I am your giant French-speaking gorilla and podcast host, Zach McCrary. It is January 2024, and I'm here to talk about some of the comics that I didn't have time to get to throughout 2023, as I take a month to play catch-up. Because, you know, doing this show, it takes a lot of time and effort to do all the research and get all the books read. Sometimes I'm reading like 30, 40 issues of a book, and throughout the year, that makes my brand new comic pile get real big. And that's what this is all about, taking some time and catching up on those books. That, my friend, is the New Year's comic spree, and I read some pretty fun books this week that I can't wait to tell you about. So, without further ado, let's talk some comics, shall we? number one on the list was Peacemaker Tries Hard from DC Black Label. Issues one through six I read, that's the whole run, written by Kyle Starks, who is very quickly becoming one of my favorite writers of the modern era. Art by Steve Pugh, you can't go wrong there. Colors by Jordi Belair, again, you can't go wrong. Letters by Becca Carey. This comic ran, again, like I said, six issues. And I remember being so excited when it was announced, because like I said, big Kyle Starks fan. Another book I loved from him recently was Where Monsters Lie Over at Dark Horse. So if, if you haven't read that one, it's a ton of fun. Just go Google it. It's it's worth your time. So when he was given Peacemaker on a black label book, sign me the hell up. I remember reading the first issue and being like, oh man, this so captures the spirit of the John Cena-led TV show, and I dig that, and that totally continues throughout. I mean, Pew unapologetically models his rendition of Peacemaker after John Cena. They barely try to hide the influence the show had, but I'm not saying that is a knock, because let's be honest, Peacemaker was a stupid character, until James Gunn and John Cena got their hands on him. And why wouldn't you lean into that rendition when you could basically have your own Deadpool? Yeah, there's an argument that Harley Quinn is basically the Deadpool of DC Comics. You know, the the character can do absolutely ridiculous things and with everyone, everyone's cool with it. But with Peacemaker, I feel like you can take him even further. And that shows a little bit in this comic, I think. The story of him being so unpopular with the other Suicide Squatters and no one wanting to come to his party that weekend is funny. But then Stark Starks manages to draw a little empathy out of me having Peacemaker think he's made a new friend and then have them turn on him. I was pretty sad about that. And seeing like this fragile mountain of muscle 
have the realization that maybe no one likes him was a nice bit of emotion in a sea of dick jokes. So many, so many jokes about dicks. And, and poop. Just, you, you'll see. Starks did a great job of putting together an action comedy that I enjoyed from front to back. And man, Steve Pugh's art, you, you can't go wrong. Been a fan of him since the Preacher series. So yeah, this book does a great job of knowing what it is and then maximizing that effort for six issues. You might say it tries hard, huh? Huh? So I'd highly suggest this one. The hardcover for it is actually coming out in February, by the way. That's not an ad. But DC, you could feel free to pay me anyway. That'd be cool. So I, yeah, check it out. It's coming out soon. Next up, and I didn't do this on purpose, but I wound up with two, C, two DC Black Label books this week. And that is Danger Street, issues 1 through 12. I, I did the entire run in basically two sittings. Written by Tom King, art by Jorge Fornes, uh, colors by Dave Stewart, the incomparable Dave Stewart, and letters by the incomparable Clayton Cowles. As promised in my year-end announcements, if you remember, if you listened to that one, I totally buzzed through all 12 issues of this book. I told you then that it was going to happen because, man, this one was at the top of my list. I sing the praises of Tom King constantly on the show. I am a Tom King guy. And man, did he ever take a bunch of Q-list nobody characters and create an amazing story around them that kept me enthralled from page one. Such a wild tale, all being told with the whimsy of like a folk tale by Dr. Fate's helmet sitting on a table at a diner. This was like forgotten DC characters Game of Thrones. So many different stories just all being weaved together always on a collision course that they were blissfully unaware of. And the story of friendship with the dingbats and lady cops' vigilance to do the right thing and, and enforce the law, both great. And I was a big, big fan of the story of Warlord and Starman and the bond they've come to have throughout their escapades of trying to belong in a world they feel apart from. And boy, did the two of them and Metamorpho screw the pooch through trying to make that happen oh man and we get all these different plot threads and they are all happening as the impending doom of the sky falling looms overhead in the fourth world where we see like the all-father and dark side being friendly and working together to try and stop it which is weird and really made me worry about what was gonna happen <laughs> and it was all the fault of some guys trying to get into the justice league <laughs> it's pretty great so look I don't, I don't want to give away too much more of what happens in this story because it's bonkers, but I couldn't possibly tell you enough of how good of a read this was. Jorge Fornes's art with Dave Stewart's colors gives the comic this kind of cool throwback feel, almost like you're reading a book from the 70s that you found in your uncle's old collection. And it works so well for the story being told and with the array of characters being used. And, and the way the story plays out is super interesting. And for me anyway, worth the time spent reading, uh, towards it. And I am 100% going to be hitting this book up again. I don't know when I'm going to have time to actually reread a comic. I'll probably, let's be honest, this book at some point is going to get its own full episode of the show down the road. I don't know when that's going to be, but it, it's going to happen. That's how good this is. So 
go grab all 12 issues and, and read this banger or wait till it comes out in trade. I'm sure that won't be long. I'll definitely be picking up a collected edition to get signed by Tom the next time he's at Third Eye Comics down in uh, Annapolis. I live pretty close to there, and that dude seems to be signing books there like every other week. So, yeah, definitely going to be getting me a signed copy. We'll get right back to talking my adventures in binge reading in a moment. But first, shoutouts are due. Frank Montoya, thank you so much for joining the Patreon squad and becoming one of the Alfreds to my Batman. Great to have you on board, and I look forward to chatting comics soon. Curious how Frank got a shout-out? Well, I would like to let you know that if you want to support the show, you can hang some dollars on the money tree over at patreon.com forward slash tctwl. We'll give you your own shout-out on the show, give you your episodes early, except this week, because holidays, sorry. And of course, there is the post-credit scene where the chatting continues with my guests, but with less of a format. And also, once we hit 10 patrons, I'll be starting up my Hickman-era X-Men podcast, where I'll go through the entirety of the Krakoan age from front to back. Much more to come this year on patreon.com forward slash tctwl there's a link in the show notes all right this next one was from marvel comics i finally sat down and checked out the brand new ultimate invasion as well as the single issue called ultimate universe okay we got written both both books written by jonathan hickman uh we got Brian Hitch on Ultimate Invasion for art. We got inks by Andrew Curry, colors by Alex Sinclair, letters by Vic Caramagna. Caramagna? Caramagna? Sorry. Also from Ultimate uh, Ultimate Universe, Jonathan Hickman led art and inks by Stefano Caselli, colors by David Curiel, and once again, letters by Vic Caramagna. Mm, this was so much fun. I don't know about you. But when it was announced that Marvel was going to rebirth the Ultimate Universe and allow it to be curated by Jonathan Hickman, I got a bit sweaty and had heart palpitations. See, I was a big fan of the original Ultimate Universe when it first popped up. I read the crap out of the OG Ultimate X-Men, the Ultimates, and some of the Ultimate Spider-Man. And I was curious how they were going to bring it back after what happened in the lead-up to Secret Wars. And the answer was, they weren't. Brand new universe, same old maker. I love the maker. If you don't know the maker, he is evil Reed Richards. Like, to the core, evil Reed Richards. And he's basically the catalyst for this whole brand new universe. And I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Ultimate Invasion. What a fun, fast-paced setup for what's to come in this world. They are truly trying some new things with characters. I love that this world's own Reed Richards is in the Doom guys. Like, he's full Doctor Doom. If you haven't seen the pictures of it, go check it out. It's kind of wild. It's a blue Doctor Doom, basically. And that, that Tony Stark is a teenager who watched his father Howard and Obadiah Stane build an empire. And some of the twists of how the Maker shaped this world to fit his own will is fascinating. Oh, and the Hulk... The Hulk being the pacifist leader of a nation is such a neat idea that totally tracks for a smart Hulk in a secretly dystopian world, oddly enough. Uh, I came into this 
having fully avoided spoilers and was pleasantly surprised. See, on top of being super psyched at the idea of the Ultimate Universe being back or a new one, the fact that it's Jonathan Hickman, because he is he's another one of my guys. Ever since I read East of West and uh yeah, it was East of West, and I think the book was called God is Dead over on Avatar Press. Both those books were so good and made me into a Hickman fan, and then I started just eating up whatever I could find by the dude. He's so talented. I thought this was going to be the maker like taking control of another universe and then attacking the 616 with it, but not at all the case. And frankly, I'm thrilled that I was wrong. Don't let the universes cross over for like a good long while. Let this new Ultimate Universe fully form and become beloved like the original. Like, I'm thinking, let them stay apart for years before you even give us a sniff of a crossover. Because I want these characters to matter and be super important to us. And I want these stories to fully form without without having to include 616 stuff. You know, like, let us really get into this universe and get our feet wet. That's my opinion, anyway. Anyway, like I was saying. So Howard Stark being Iron Man and winding up working with the maker was a fun twist and he was instantly likable. I know that sounds impossible since I said he was working with the maker. Just just trust me. And as I said before, Reed Richards doom is already already such a joy to me. Hickman's poetic prose are perfect for a character like that and for the maker, too, because sometimes they're talking so smart and you're thinking, I'm not 100% sure what that means, but I know that I want more of it. And that was me after so many issues of East of West. I was just like, I'm not totally sure what happened in this issue, but all I know is it was awesome. Brian Hitch is on point with this book. The whole thing is stunning. Except for one page, maybe like six or seven pages into issue number one, where... (laughs) 616 Reed Richards is seen from a distance, and I swear he has the face of a sloth. (laughs) I'm I'm not kidding. The face is like distorted and disfigured that it looks like a sloth. Check it out. You'll see. Go ahead and at me. Instagram, whatever. Hit me up. Tell me that's not the face of a sloth. You'll see it. (laughs) But otherwise, a beautiful series. So I blasted through the four issues of Ultimate Invasion and then dove in to number one of Ultimate Universe, and boy, did that ever get me salivating and wanting more. What a great setup for what I assume will be the first big arc of this new universe that I'm guessing will take a year or two to tell because it's Hickman, and he is like the man when it comes to long-form storytelling. We got some intros to a few new versions of characters like Captain America, Thor, and Lady Sif, I'm loving the dynamic of Thor and Sif in this world as Prisoner and Warden. That's really fun, and I can't wait to see how they continue to play with that. It kind of reminds me of this. There was this old manga anime called Ushio and Tora, and the whole idea of it was like Tora is this monster who wants to eat Ushio, but Ushio is a monster hunter and keeps getting attacked by other monsters. And so Tora helps him defeat those monsters because he's like, you don't get to eat him. I'm going to eat him. And I really hope that that's the play back and forth that happens with this Thor and Sif. Anyway, uh, I can't wait to see what they do to get Peter Parker his powers back too. That should be really interesting. And man, so many cool titles coming from this line. Peach Momoko getting to reimagine the X-Men. 
Hell yeah. I don't even know how to feel about that except be excited. I just, I love what she does. And, uh, and man, like getting her getting to just reimagine the X-Men in her wild manner. I mean, she kind of already has done that, but now to, to get to just focus on the X-Men, you know, and not just a broader demon days, demon wars thing like she did before. Very curious to see a new Black Panther book where he faces off against Ultimate Moon Knight. Yes, please. And the one that I want the most Ultimate Spider-Man with an adult Peter Parker married to MJ with kids. Look, I love Zeb Wells' run on Amazing Spider-Man, but I am forever bummed when Pete and MJ aren't together. I can admit that. So I'm excited to have this version where they're together and it's a family. I love the idea of getting to just really explore family man Peter Parker. So yay for that one. I'm telling you, if, if you're sleeping... On this new Ultimate Universe, I gotta tell you, so far you're missing out. There's still time. Go snag those floppies. It's only like five issues. Sell some blood plasma or hock some magic cards on Facebook Marketplace or something. Trust me, it's worth it. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for this week. With the holidays coming to a close, I can finally get back into even more comic book reading. And I'm stoked to see what's in my pile for next week. I have so much catching up to do, guys. It's ludicrous. So if you have any suggestions for me from your 2023 pile, drop me an email, comicsthatwelove at gmail.com. No the on the front, just comicsthatwelove at gmail.com. Put the subject, New Year's Comic Spree. If I haven't already read it, I'll try to squeeze it in before the month is over and give you props on the show for picking it out for me. And in the meantime, stay safe out there, and I'll see you next week as the New Year's comic spree continues. And that's a wrap for this week. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star review and leave us a user review on your favorite podcast app. It'll really help the show continue to grow and find new listeners. You know what else will? Tell a friend. Tell ten. If they like comics, they should know about the comics that we love. If you want to support the show and get lots of extra podcasts and other content as well, there is a Patreon that helps keep the lights on and internet connected so that we can continue bringing you that sweet nerd media. Links to that in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the show, and as always, keep reading, keep dreaming, peace. The Comics That We Love